Welcome to Making the Brand, the podcast where marketing and pop culture collide. I'm your host, Brianne Fleming. I can't wait to chat about brands, boy bands, and everything in between, because brands who have a pulse on pop culture can create adoring fans of their own. Who would you say is the most engaged and responsive celebrity on social media? Lately, I've been in awe of Lizzo's online presence. She not only sees and hears her fans, but she engages back. I especially noticed this on TikTok when her song About Damn Time went viral over the summer. During the dance challenge, you could find Lizzo duetting user-generated content from fans and other celebrities like Reese Witherspoon. I remarked on Lizzo's impressive fan engagement with a post on Twitter, and I guess I shouldn't have been surprised that she actually liked the tweet. So yes, I had a big fangirl moment. But I of course can't confirm if Lizzo manages her own social media, but she seems to be everywhere. How can we do the same? This is a pressure many content creators or brands face. We try to keep up on every social media platform, and we end up burning out or losing consistency. Before we get into it, I want to confirm that you don't need to be on every social media platform. I tend to focus on three. I post daily on Twitter and a few times per week on TikTok and LinkedIn. Then I also publish my newsletter on a bi-weekly basis. The key is to diversify your marketing mix and avoid putting all of your eggs in one basket. Maybe Lizzo accomplishes cross-platform dominance because she has a team helping her out. And you may have this type of assistance too. Something as simple as hiring a virtual assistant for a few hours per month can help you crank out content more efficiently. Like it or not, Volume and quantity are a big part of content marketing success. The average creator or small business can also develop a consistent and robust publishing plan. And for me, this starts with creating long-form blog content. Hear me out. (laughs) Prioritizing long-form content is generally my process, which isn't necessarily the best and only way but I thought I'd give you the rundown on how I do things. So adapt this framework to whatever works for you. Now, you may think in the age of short form video that blog content is dead, but it's still the gift that keeps on giving because your blog supports all of the following marketing efforts. Search engine optimization, sales, lead generation and nurturing, email marketing, and social media. If nothing else, think of blog content as your opportunity to get your thoughts on paper before you distribute content via other media. Imagine it as a rough draft. It's an outline of your game plan. It's your place to fully flesh out your ideas and gather your thoughts so you can more confidently publish elsewhere. This step also helps you show up on video feeling more prepared because you know what you have to say. You know the gist of the message. So how does this work from start to finish? How do you bring your content ideas to life? Well, for me, 
Typically, an idea will pop in my head or I'll make an off-the-cuff observation that I'll decide to tweet out on Twitter. This is always my first step before I write any blog content. Twitter is almost like stream of consciousness, but I also consider it a sandbox for bigger content ideas that you can build upon later. It's where you can kind of test them in a small, low-risk way. For example, this podcast episode started when I tweeted about Lizzo being an engaged celebrity on social media. Other people replied to that tweet, which got my gears turning even more on how I can keep building upon this thought. And now I'm taking that random observation that I tweeted out and expanding it into a fully baked podcast episode that I elaborated on in a blog post first. With a simple tweet or social media post as a jumping off point, here's what my publishing plan typically looks like. Step one, I think the thought. Step two, tweet the thought and discuss it with others on social media. Step three, think about it some more now that I've gotten input from people I'm connected with online and I've heard their perspectives. Step four, compile my thoughts, and write about it in a blog post. Step five, add subscribe forms to the blog post to encourage people to sign up for my newsletter, and that's how I really cultivate my audience. You can also enhance this by adding a lead magnet or some type of freebie to your blog post to really entice people to subscribe so they can receive that freebie. Step six, I turn those blog posts into a podcast episode, or I'll invite a guest to discuss the topic further for a Q&A. Step seven, share the clip from the podcast on social media, or create a short-form video version for TikTok or YouTube. Step eight, take that podcast audio and embed it on my blog post. Step nine is where I'll share the link to the blog on LinkedIn and also share the blog post and podcast episode in my newsletter to all of those people who have subscribed and maybe missed it and also add some additional supplemental content to really add value in that newsletter. And then I repeat all of this when I have a new idea. This content approach certainly keeps me busy but it all starts with a strong foundation with my blog post. Once that piece is developed, the rest is about repurposing. Everything is a building block. You could certainly rework this in a way that's best for you. For instance, maybe you like to start expressing your ideas in a quick TikTok video first, and that's kind of your rough draft. This is also a great way to test your ideas and elaborate on them with a more refined blog post or podcast episode later. You can truly start anywhere. Just make sure it's where your audience is. As I share my process with you, though, it's important to keep in mind that there are lots of content creation best practices, but few hard and fast rules. It's always evolving and changing. And so are you as an individual. At the end of the day, the creative process that's best is the one that gets you excited to create. Every time you publish is a chance to gain insights about your art and also yourself. 
So create for fun, experiment, test, learn, but don't wait for things to be perfect. You'll gain your own wisdom along the way. Today's episode was brought to you by my friends at Attentive, a company helping thousands of innovative brands connect with their customers through personalized text messaging. Did you know over 81% of consumers opt into text messages from their favorite brands and their favorite musicians? I love when the Backstreet Boys text me about their latest tour dates or appearances. Attentive helps you reach your customers and fans. Their text marketing platform lets you grow your subscriber list, interact with customers in real time through two-way conversations, and drive more revenue. Get this, brands that use Attentive see $55 in sales for every $1 spent. And with the holidays coming up, now's the time to plan how you'll use SMS this shopping season. Please text me all those irresistible Black Friday or Cyber Monday deals. Fortunately, Attentive made a helpful guide called the Holiday Marketing Reboot, full of all the examples and tips you need. And it has a 90s nostalgia vibe, which I love. You have to check it out at attentive.com slash holiday. You can find the link in this episode's description. Attentive. Drive sales with text marketing. If you're a fan of this podcast, be sure to subscribe, or better yet, leave a review. For marketing wisdom with a pop culture twist sent straight to your inbox, sign up for my newsletter at briannefleming.com slash newsletter, or find me on Twitter at Brianne2K. As always, thanks for listening.